filter on this mic. Listen, it's lost to time. It's lost to the ages. It's lost to two idiot cats. Yeah, well, this recorder was almost lost to two idiot humans for a yeah, while, so... that's true. We're done. Wow, she really is sticking her whole leg in that cup. She's living her best life. She just really wants that water. They oh, really, she she likes to live a, deliciously. Dirk had a bath earlier, and they both ran for the bath water, and I was like, don't do it. Like, are you thirsty? She's like, fuck this cup. <laughs> fuck your cup. Well, do we want to save that for when we're actually doing the pod? That's right. Should we, yeah, should we do the pod? Yeah, let's do the pod. 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 Welcome to Is This Drag, your source of a definitive source. <laughs> My name is Weed. <laughs> I'm Moxie. And I am uh, Miss Club 200 2018 2019. <laughs> Chateau de Gato. Ms. Ms. Gato. Okay, lads, talking about lip sync tips and techniques and tricks, according to Moxie, sure. who said that in our group chat today. Yeah, because I came up with some ideas, and they were the only ideas, so now we're here. So now we are here. Um, I used to be very paranoid about lip syncs, and I would, like, listen to the song on repeat for, like, ten days before the show. And now I usually give myself two to three days if it's, if it's a song I don't know at all, then I'll give myself, like, a week. But if it's a song that I already have had on my playlist for a while, I'll give myself, like, two or three days. Because I kind of realized you don't have to have every single word completely memorized. Someone once told me that the key to having a, a really good lip sync is you have to be, your mouth has to be moving, like, you have to be one second before the word. Mm -hmm. So that you're, like, you're lining up. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, because, like, if you want to look like you're actually singing, um, which is, like, my goal when I'm lip syncing, um, it, yeah, they're, like, that tip is good because you can't be behind the words. Otherwise, people will notice. Yeah. Do you know what was an insane... Do you remember Feather, Feather's number for your step down? Where she had a pre-recorded audio that was her own voice? I was legitimately unsure if she was singing that live for the longest time. Yeah, because she So had was the, Alan. She had the, well, that track is fast. Shine bright like a diamond. It was so funny. Feather, um, go on the voice. I, it, yeah, honestly. There were so many good numbers, and there was so much happening that whole night that uh, it. I've actually had to ask people to remind me what they've done because I'm like, <laughs> I know I want to remember it, but there is so much information in there. Yeah, it was a wild and crazy night. It was a packed night. Anyway, How but we're not talking about that. Not talking yet. about that yet. How long do you usually take to prepare for like, uh, like, for the words of a lip sync? Um, because I know that you do a lot of kimpetras, but you do a lot of songs that like you listen to already or that you know already right yeah um yeah so like if you know the words then you know like it's pretty simple to do like that's generally a situation where you'd like if you'd have to make a snap decision to do a number you'd do one of those mm -hmm. um 
oftentimes I'll stumble across a song that I like and I think could be a performance number mm-hmm. and then I put it in my liked songs in Spotify mm-hmm. and then it, I'm usually listening to my recent liked songs for quite a while that eventually I get the gist of the song mm-hmm. and I'm just always listening to music so I'm, I have the luxury of being at a job where I can have my headphones on for six hours at a time mm-hmm. so oftentimes if I'm preparing for a show I'm actually listening to the same song on repeat for four hours yeah, yeah. I have the same kind of job and it's <laughs> I also do that. I don't. Ooh. Um, A what? But uh, what I find is that if I'm really having trouble learning a song, what I will do is I will watch a lyric video so that I can visualize. I think it's a little bit of that visual learning. Mm -hmm. I will, like, read the words. Yeah. This is something that I... Well, I was in the car with Miss Gender the other day and we were looking at a song, and what she does is she has the, like, Spotify thing that that has the lyrics for it that, like, shows you the lyrics almost like a karaoke track does. Which I think is cool, but oh, this a, is, a, is that a feature? I, I don't know if it is. Some of the songs have um, genius for them, so it'll alternate lyrics with fun facts. Oh yeah, I've seen that too. But um, the writing it down is a technique that I learned in school for like because I did a degree in singing classical music, and um, that's how I got the words down for the song that I did at EOY that was in Japanese. Mm-hmm. Was I just wrote it phonetically over and over again in a Google Doc at work until I like went insane? Yeah, I did that for La Vie en Rose too because I don't speak French, so I like memorized the words and I wrote them out over and over and over again. That's smart. Yeah. It's almost like the the more foreign it is to you, the next level you have to go. Because I mean, if it's English, in your in your like in your trouble, the the block is that it's um, that person's dialect is hard to understand. Well then. Mm-hmm. Like, prime example, Tori Amos. Yeah. A person who can extend the word clouds into six syllables is truly... Clouds. clouds. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, you if you just can't understand what they're saying, you read... Like or like a lyric. I like lyric videos because it's just happening as it's going. Mm-hmm. But if I can't, if there is none, I will have the lyrics out and I yeah. will play the song, and then follow along. And I find that that actually has helped me a lot. That's helped me retain it quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, like but if it's an entirely different language and you don't even know the word, what those words are, I can yeah. yeah it's almost like writing it is the next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean well, because yeah. like because when you're unfamiliar with a language, like you need to know which ones are single, like what's a single word and what's like a multiple like multi-syllabic word and where the sentences start and end. Like, yeah. You need to know those kinds of things to properly lip sync, I think, in a lot of ways. Just yeah. because then you look like you're actually... We also, I think also, act like, knowing what the words mean, then you're able to actually, like, act out things. So mm-hmm. it doesn't look like you're just... Like, it'd be, it'd be really, like, a shame if you were, like, talking about the happiest day of your life and you did one of these. Hand on forehead in despair. Yeah. For the audio medium. <laughs> yeah. Described vision. (laughs) Described vision. I also like when people know how to do vibrato like with their face physically. Yeah, I like that's such a strange thing. Well, because like singing is not the same as lip syncing because like vibrato sound comes from your diaphragm and you don't need to move your face. And that's always a really big block for me because that's like I have been trained for about 12 years mm-hmm. to not wiggle my mouth or move my... Like, chin movement has been, like, one of the biggest issues with me for my whole singing career. And so the idea that I need to use it a lot for lip syncing is very... Um, 
it's, it's been a kind of a, a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Well, because drag, a big element of drag is illusion. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, yes, we're not really the, our presented genders, mm-hmm. but we're convincing you we are. Yeah. And then, no, we're not actually singing, so we have to convince you what you are. So it's almost like, I've, I've had people, like, it's, it's an amateur, like, drag move whenever they enter into the scene, being like, oh, that so-and-so is a bad lip syncer. It's not realistic. I'm going to sing like I'm actually singing. And I'm like, you know what's funny is that singing like you're actually singing is kind of boring. It's, well, because well, you're not supposed to move your mouth that much when you're really singing. Yeah. Well, and because, like, so much of how something sounds, or, like, how, how something, how a sound is produced is very internal into, the, like, the inner cavity of your mouth, and you're doing a lot of movements that you have to learn how to control to make certain sounds. Yeah. But then how it sounds is very different, and, like, how to make yourself look like you're singing something when you're actually not is generally to just, like over-exaggerate how the words look like they sound, you know? That's the thing, is, like, you're... It's... People aren't using their ears, necessarily, to, like, accept your, um... Like, the illusion you're presenting. Mm -hmm. You have to fool their eyes. So, like, honestly, sometimes doing that stupid detox mouth movement Mm -hmm. is actually more effective in lip sync. Mm -hmm. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, I love it when, like... I love it when drag queens completely, like, disregard the suspend your disbelief and think that I'm singing rule, Mm -hmm. and they're just like, no, 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 we're both aware I'm not actually singing, let's have fun with that and make that entertaining. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think that's a very, uh, that's a very good skill, and I would encourage us all to have it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, like, and it depends on what number you're doing, too, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because there are some times when it's, like, appropriate to look like you're, like singing more traditionally and there are times when it's like more fun to just do whatever you want yeah yeah Yeah. um when i did when i did that ballad for the club 200 pageant a year ago i remember like lip syncing that was challenging Mm -hmm. because i was also trying to um i listened for like the um the emotion like so if she was like suppressing tears like I would try to like even mm. mimic like oh, mimic. of course you did a star sport yes I mean that's what kicked it all off <laughs> um well I was so like if she was like that you know that like that inward breath that someone takes when they've just been crying that like yeah so one of those like, like I tried to get a bit of that but I mean that's also a hard thing to do unless it's authentic yeah breathing is such an interesting thing because when breath is like um especially when you're doing like a monologue Mm-hmm. It's really important, like with dialogue, it's really important to memorize where they are taking in breaths because that will be like, especially like I did, I did the Meryl Streep like cerulean monologue from uh, the Delaware's Prada, and she she places her breaths and pauses so intentionally, where she'll just be like mid sentence and she'll just take a pause so that she can really tell you why you're an idiot. Yeah, and it's so I don't know. I just listen to the song is a good one. <laughs> Start with that. Yeah. Well, and, like, once you listen to the song and you know the words, then, like, think about things like breathing. Like, where would this person need to breathe, even if you can't hear it? You know, like, where... Because, like, some people, like, actually sing a little bit when they lip sync, which I don't do. I don't do that, but I have heard some people do that. Yeah. I, like... I usually, like... Tyra did it. (laughs) I, like, I move air when I'm lip syncing. Um, 
because well, that makes me feel more into I it. always feel so like like I'm not supposed to be hearing this whenever someone's practicing a lip sync and I can hear them just That probably, did, did, probably did not catch on the microphone, but... Um, some people have, like, this, uh, like, you can hear their, the smacking, like, the moisture sounds of their oh, lips, like, yeah. like those. Yeah. And uh, I'm, someone who's notorious for that is our mother, Satina, <laughs> who will at times just start going into full Satina mode and lip syncing a song, and I'm just like, you know, it's just the two of us, right? <laughs> <laughs> But I, and I can hear her mouth moving, and then she she would do that in front of Kitty, who has misophonia, and like oh, lip no. sounds, not the tea, sis, oh, not no. the tea. She just she hates wet sounds. That's fair. We all so chewing, lip smacking. Yeah, wet, wet sounds are disgusting, and I hate them. I'm not here for it. I'm not here for stand for it. Uh, other lip syncing tips. Well, I think yeah, I don't know. I think we can move directly from lip syncing tips into the kind of other category that you wanted to talk about, which was prepping a number. But also mm. cake step down. But also cake step down. Because we want to talk about how cake prepped her step down number because there was an artistic process. There was. There obviously was. I mean, yeah. We were all there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, so. Starting like starting from the bottom now we hear usually I have a rotating Spotify list of just like songs that I think would be cool. I now have more lists. I have a list that's specifically artistic numbers and a list of specifically numbers I want to do videos to. Mm -hmm. So those are numbers I know that'll take like another couple of months to prepare because I need to actually compile and like make the videos for them. Mm -hmm. Or they need like a little bit more artistic preparation or choreography or something. But I usually just have a rotating list that, like, if an open show comes up, I'll have something that fits vaguely within the theme of it. Mm -hmm. And then, depending on whether it's, like, a, 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 a... I'm not saying that I'm, like, not putting effort into it, but if it's, like... If it's a number, like, ladies' choice, that really the only requirements for the outfit are that I look like I vaguely belong in the 60s, or, like, that I'm doing a musical theater number as, like, a... as a suave dude, then I'll just, like, find the most appropriate color combo for the face that I'm doing that night and put on like a shirt, vest, and jacket. Mm -hmm. I also stretch. That's something I should do more of. Stretching. Yeah. I really would encourage everyone to just do some stretching because it'll save us a lot of injuries that we don't need. What I kind of, what I had a thought about doing is that I really love that the game uh, Just Dance. I think that's so, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah, and Lita I... uses specifically the Macarena mix from that. <laughs> um, I I thought it would be like kind of fun just for like as a mild like just getting my fat ass up and moving when I'm not in particular rush. Mm -hmm. For so for fun, part <laughs> maybe for health, um, but also I was thinking like it couldn't possibly make me a worse dancer. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> learn the Rasputin dance. I actually yeah. did have um I had a concept for a number that I was thinking. Where I would come out and I would have all the sounds and audio recorded, but I would have it so like I come out with a Wii Mote, oh, yes. and then I'm like using the TV and like you hear the click 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 click, and then like picking the song and then like listening, no click, and then like and then when I pick one, it's just like just doing the fucking dance routine. That, to that. So, that would be so funny. Well, lip syncing. I I would need someone with video skills though. That's really. <laughs> I, I, I have barely any video skills, but I'm working on it. 
I want to learn how to animate so that I can um, just become a god, basically. You can transcend this mortal. Well, because like I, I don't know how to sew, and I'm never going to be a good seamstress. I have Oliver for that, and eventually one day I'm sure I'll be able to make like a pair of pants. Yeah, I'm not but teaching you how to sew because no, um, you're a horrible a, person. <laughs> no, but I also don't need um, when you go to Oliver and be like, I know how to do all this, and be like, Wow, you're really good at making garbage. <laughs> that because I would take that personally. <laughs> he would never. He would never to your face. No, but he would to your face, and then you would tell Cake about it because you can't keep your goddamn mouth shut. Lita tequila pillowcase dress. Yeah. Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> um, that kind of does go into like I think for a lot of numbers, if it's like something that I've been thinking about that has like a specific gag or like a kind of idea to it, it usually just comes in like a stupid flash of like looking at like a meme on Twitter, and then I suddenly like go into the brain space. Yeah. That's like, true, you do have a very expansive brain space. Because, do you want to know exactly how I came up with the idea for my first Halloween number? Hmm. Was I was, like, struggling with a concept for Halloween, and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And then I was going through Instagram, and I saw, I believe this was Nakini Kill, do a number, like, where she was, like, sipping out of a monster can, and, like, dressed as a nun. It was a look that she posted on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And just said, devil's up in the bottom laughs. And I'm like, bottom's up in the devil laughs. I say that wrong every fucking time. But I just thought, I was like, oh, that's funny. Is, what is that from? Is that video? And I watched that video again. And I just like, monster, monster, monster mash, monster energy, devil's up, bottom laughs. Nope. But like literally just because I saw that picture by accident, it gave me like a really stupid idea and I just made a whole number out of it. Anyway, Cake's doing something. Listening. To what? To what? On your phone. It's fine. Don't worry about it. But... Could you please say Lita Tequila Pillowcase Dress again? Yeah. <laughs> say it, Dirt. Lita Tequila Pillowcase Dress. <laughs> oh my god. Do you know what I could, would die for right now? Is to go to bake expectations. I would kill for a Little Caesars pizza right now. Too bad. It would give me literal heartburn. Yeah. Moxie, how, do you, crazy how do you prepare a number? Um, well, like you, I usually have a Spotify list of numbers I want to do. Called um, Bob's... No, um, that's, it's just called Numbers To Do. And there's a lot of really old songs on there that I don't want to do anymore because I don't update it that often. But like, I try really hard to keep a list of numbers I want to do and also numbers I have done. So that if I, like, need to pull out something really quick, I'm like, okay, oh, I did this song, and oh, well, maybe I could do that again. Um, because, like I was talking about on Twitter, um, it's hard to do conceptual numbers as a queen in the city who performs, like, two at to three bar. times a month at the same bar every time. Because there's a lot of pressure to always have something new, but, like, if you're always doing something new, and, like, I also always procrastinate everything... Um, I end up doing just a lot of pretty simple numbers, but like doing them well. Mm -hmm. I think well, <laughs> well with quotation well marks. with scare quotes. Um, um, I actually meant to press a different one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel that I've 
I think I've managed to like push myself to do some of my more conceptual things. Like yeah. I finally, I've been planning, I've been thinking about doing pour some sugar on me, which is not a conceptual thing, but like, no. I've been planning to do pour some sugar on me since I started doing drag, and I finally just did it eventually. Yeah. Because I knew it was never going to be as perfect as I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I'll never be do. I'll never be Duke Carson. No, none of us will. And I will make I could never have hair that good naturally in my day-to-day life. Um, That's why you wear a hat inside. Yeah. Because my hair is the hockey player hair right now. Until it grows up and I can be in. But if there is like a more conceptual number I want to do, I always have to find the right show to do it. Because Mm -hmm. I always try to like play to my crowd. So like if I know that the crowd's not going to be down with a conceptual number, if it's like a fun dance night, I don't do them. You're not going to do like um, uh, geyser to geyser by Mitski at like fucking, I don't know, Pop-Tart. Yeah. Not that I could ever be Pop-Tart, but... I'm not in charge of that. <laughs> no, I'm saying no. I could never. We're talking about, I don't know, we're talking about prepping numbers. How do you prep a number, Cake? Well, first I get the booking. <laughs> then I do nothing. And then in the last second, I pull it out. <laughs> well, you have, Phrasing. I would say, at this point, I think Moxie and I both have standard, like, this wig looks nice with this jacket, with this outfit, etc. Yeah. This moves well, I can dance well in this. So there's, like, a couple of, like, standard outfits you can go to. I have, I have a couple strategies. So, it's, like, the circumstances usually vary. So it's either, like, obviously the further I, the ahead I know of the gig the more I'm able to prepare for it. So, like, mm-hmm. for example, a step-down number, which actually I had to figure out. I thought I would have figured out a lot sooner than I did, but it did take me till the 11th hour. As always. Um, some things I'm super on, ball, on the ball for, like my, my pride look, that neon dress, I made that four weeks in advance. Holy. Like, I was... Wow. Yeah, I, I had knew exactly what I wanted. Yeah. I was excited to do it. I executed it, and it was hanging there, and I was like, God, I can't wait to wear you. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, That was a really lovely dress. I loved the, the like, was it, that was the Rainbow Fun Fur trim, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do like that one. I also realized that it looks best when I wear uh, a crinoline underskirt, because mm. then I just feel like a cupcake. Um, so, Cake in the cup. So there is, like, situations where, like, I have a look in mind because sometimes things just come to me a look just comes to me I'm like oh I, I want to make that and then there are times when um, I'll match a song with that look. I'm like that would work mm-hmm. that could work um, depends on the theme of the show like the show was neon 80s so I did material girl and I dressed in a neon dress mm-hmm. like, that works um, other strategies like, that was a similar situation was my rabbit hole look, mm-hmm. like, where I had a, a vision of what I wanted to look like, and then I had to kind of think of a song that would fit the narrative. Right. Which ended up, I thought I was going to do, like, an upbeat number. It actually turned out to be a, a slow number. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when it's right, it's right. Um, so, but in the event that I don't have to make something specific for it, and it's, it's like, you know, come out and do what you usually do. I look at two things. I look at what kind of a night it is, and then I think about what is it I'm excited about right now. Mm-hmm. And if it's a specific type of... If they're looking for a specific type of thing, like Pop-Tart's looking for for pop, obviously. Mm-hmm. But 
or if it's a themed show, I'm going to try and fit that theme. Um, the strategy is, like, the sooner you can figure out a song, the better, so you can start listening to it and rehearsing it. And then uh, you just kind of go through your mental inventory of your closet and be like, oh, I could wear that, and I could wear that. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes when... Sometimes you put the outfit and the song together, and you're like, okay, I've got that. But then all of a sudden, something later will come along, and then you can add props <laughs> and things, yeah. concepts like that come to mind, and you just... I don't feel like I did a very good job of answering this question. <laughs> I think it's kind of a vague question, and it's kind of interesting to look into, though. Because, yeah. like, it will really depend completely on the show. Like, if it's been, like, a, two weeks and I haven't had a show, and, like, oh, I haven't had, like, a solid booking, I haven't had something that I've been able to, like, plan in advance for, and an open show pops up, I'll just, like, scroll through my Spotify and be like, haven't done this uh, pop number, musical theater number, or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, just go into like, whatever drag is left in my room and slap that on, put on a face, and then go out and have a fun time. If it's something like with Slump Factory where I am privy to what the theme is going to be beforehand and then also have like a month to prepare, I'm going to prepare something big because like I have so much more time with that. Like I, like, no no spoilers, but I know the theme of the next Slump show that I will be performing at mm-hmm. and it, I have a number in mind that I've been thinking about for a very long time because I love that particular song. And I know that that's going to require a very specific outfit to accomplish what I want to do. So I have to figure out if I want to make that or if I want to change my idea. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to require some more advanced props that I have to like source and get batteries for. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. I agree. Um, yeah, okay. So under controlled circumstances, how would Cake prepare for a number? Honestly, I think if I had to worry about the most, first step would be song. And it, I would look through the clothes, see what I have. Mm -hmm. If I didn't, then I would start working on making something or styling a hair or two. Mm -hmm. Like, just doing something to put in some work into that performance. If I can't do, like, a... Like, if it's a song that I'm just going out there and I'm just working it, it, like, just doing what comes naturally, then I will try to, like, do something um, with the look. Mm-hmm. And I'll try not to wear something I've worn too recently. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, game changer. I just go out and I'm like, you know what? I want to wear that specific dress and I want to do that specific number. And I don't care if nobody likes it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I kind of have a couple of, like, looks that I have. Like, I have my scene look and I have my cyber goth look. So it's like... And the Cybergoth one's great because you can use it for multiple numbers. And as long as you... And you changed the face up a lot this time. Yeah. Last time you did it. But um, you've used it in two different shows now. And I think it's three, three different shows now. And I think it's been great every single time. Mm-hmm. Which is so funny that we're so like... We have that in the back of our mind. Like, can I wear the same wig twice? And then like there are queens that have built a literal career on wearing the same wig. Yeah. Well, we could talk about Lita Tequila's Alejandro journeys. <laughs> Where she did Alejandro for three Oh my god, you weren't even there for that. Yes, but no, everyone's <laughs> told us about it. Yeah. Or more recently, Serenity and her fucking break free. Yeah. Which she still had the audacity to do. Yeah, she was very proud of herself. She, she was like, was... Kate specifically requested that I not do this song, so I did this song, and I was and so, oh my god. classic Serenity. We were, we were talking, and she was saying, like, I don't know, she's saying, just like, I feel so bad, because you're all so great, and I'm, and I'm like, Serenity, you're great. She's like, no. And I'm like, Serenity, nobody can wiggle their arms like you. And then she just starts, like, whomping the thing she does. <laughs> I, I was literally standing in the kitchen last night, and I, you look like you're about to cry. 
No. I was standing in the kitchen and I like was standing in front of Moxie and I said, "Hey, guess who I am?" And it's like I'm still doing the I'm still moving my arms and shaking my body. Yeah. And that's Serenity Ladasha. It should do be like that sometimes. <laughs> Serenity Ladasha be like that sometimes. <laughs> Air horn noise. Did you appreciate that I put that in uh, my protocol for you? Just the word air horn. <laughs> Did you appreciate that it was still in my final walk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, things that I would uh, say, like tips for if you're having trouble preparing a number or you don't know what to do more than just picking an outfit and a song is like something I've been trying to practice lately is just leaning into my weird ideas. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm like, wouldn't, I was like, oh my God, wouldn't that be so stupid if I did that? And I'm like, or would it be great if I actually did it? Yeah. Which yeah. is what Which is Which happened. is what is gonna happen at Drag Brunch. <laughs> Some of you may know, it was last weekend, whenever this is airing, it was the second last weekend of November. I stepped down as Miss Club two hundred. I now have nothing to keep me alive, so uh, count the episodes. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> um, I had a girl at work who was just like did you quit drag? And I was like, me? Oh. <laughs> we were stepping down. I was like, oh yeah. See, here's this thing. I'm you, actually a pageant you, winner. Just, and they make you do that. Also, not... I have stories, but let's just get to the meat of it. Um, okay. The meat and the greet of it. Prairie Skies, now Arvis Club 200. That's yeah, one thing. That's yeah. fact. That's a fact. It's not a fiction. Although I will say that Asuma did a really good job. And she, I think she's a, if she competes, I think it's going to be a really tight race again for Mixed Queer or EOY or Miss Club 200 again. Well, uh, Asuma put, Asuma put or Miss Fame. What? Asuma really put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe it was a tight race. Yeah. I believe it was. Between two people? Ooh. But I mean, like... Well, yeah. But I mean, like, for, like, for, for how lame was. a pageant with two people can be... Like, it was still an exciting pageant. Yeah. yeah like, it was, like, I no one, like, I don't think anyone fully knew who was going to win at the end of it. Yeah. Um, I take drag in this town very seriously, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> but it's a blood sport. <laughs> we can take it very seriously, because I feel like there was a lot of very heartfelt stuff going on at your step down. Oh, yeah. The number, um, well, obviously, Moxie got you. Moxie got you. She she definitely um you know when you like you open a bottle of pop and you hear that yeah but you don't fully get the lid off of that was her and, and so the the, the she cracked the can. Do you know who really got me emotionally was Ruby and Emerald. That one was really sweet. That one was so because they did um, here comes a thought sitting up on the speakers and then did this is Garnet back together and I leaned over at one point to Ruby and I said bold of you and Emerald to do that in front of your new boyfriend <laughs> because Ruby and Emerald used to date I know <laughs> I know that's how I met them oh um whatever Ruby has a sugar daddy now so fuck her come at <laughs> me Travis <laughs> so come at me Ava Prairie one Asuma did amazing uh one thing I will say about this pageant versus last year's pageant is I feel like last year's pageant the it was like I feel like uh, the contestants we were like it was a competition to be the most entertaining Mm -hmm. it was like we gotta have the most stunts we gotta have the looks it felt like the most like I feel like we approached it from a very business oriented Mm -hmm. 
Well, uh, Strange Pageant was also weird because of contestant number three, I feel. Yeah, but I feel like we all have the same approach. The, versus this year, which, not to say that they weren't striving to be entertaining, but I also feel like this. The, what made this pageant differ was that, like, Asuma and Prey genuinely opened themselves up to the judges oh, and showed yes. total vulnerability. Yes. Jude's misgenders praying number, which is what, with the poem, the poem that, that she wrote about being trans and about not being accepted into praying with the confetti wig, with Rose and uh, doing the confetti on the side of the stage and Serenity trying to sabotage them by like telling them, go to the back of the stage, you'll get her more points. Oh, like to the... Yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah. of like from the sides where they told them, it's like, we're not going to change in mid-number Serenity. I thought it was smarter to do that. Cause, and it, I think it really helped. Yeah, it looked. It I I hear the thing. I was drunk off my ass and I didn't see any of it, but I heard it and I saw the video afterwards and it yeah. was amazing. And yeah, like and I like, I yeah. couldn't I could not hear the spoken word before the thing, which I do not think is Asuma's fault. I think that's the fault of this like this circumstances of how the sound is set up in the club. Fun fact: in one of Asuma's videos of her performing for her her candidate numbers. Um, if you look, to, you can in one of them you can you get a full view and in in like uninterrupted um, visual of Brianna and Alan arguing. <laughs> That's so good. But yeah, I think probably since like makes queer. I think a lot of us have been trying not just to put it through numbers that we think are winning numbers, but I think a lot of us have been trying to like put out personally our best drag that we're the most proud of. Which well, is not to say like, that you, because you did amazing at your pageant as well, and I think you should be proud of the drag that you But did. I don't think it was like, it didn't come, it wasn't like a, a statement on who I was. Well, because for a lot of us, like, and I know like Asuma and like I shared in this as well as like using drag to express like... Gender catharsis. Gender catharsis. Um, Take a drink every time Moxie says gender catharsis. It's a good term, and I'm not going to stop using it because it's my truth. <laughs> you don't have to change when you, what you're saying when you're always right. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> and I live by that. <laughs> but like when you when you use drag as an outlet for those big emotions that are really hard to deal with, sometimes the best way to express the things that you need drag to do for you is to let everyone else in. Yeah, which is hard. It is hard, and especially since like I don't always want to do that because when I do that, I'm like I expect that that number be greatly applauded by everybody. Yeah, and uh, I think that's not a healthy approach to it yeah. for me personally. Yeah, well, like, and it it also just isn't for everyone. Like being emotionally vulnerable on stage isn't for everyone. That's mm -hmm. not everybody's drag. That's not like Alyssa Edwards's drag, and she's doing fine. <laughs> that's actually like the drag that like I've I've always wanted to do the most. Mm -hmm. But then I just felt like I was being like I felt like I was not going to be as entertaining unless I did something that catered to the audience. Right, and Which like is, that's all. Yeah, I I see that. Um, like, because I'm a deep down, I'm a moody bitch. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I want to come out with, like, wet hair and cry on the stage and do snow angels in blood. <laughs> <laughs> then do it, beach. I literally, what I, one of the major things I started working on this afternoon was making a video for um, In the Back Seat by Arcade Fire from the album Funeral, where I just want to stand in front of a projector and scream. 
Like, it's fun to be moody and artsy and weird, but it's, and like vulnerable, but it's hard to gauge whether an audience will appreciate that. And with something like a pageant, where they are forced to watch you perform twice, it kind of feels like a good outlet to like really let something we should host weird an, out. We should host a coffee house. <gasps> that would be Ooh. fun. And like, it would be like the is, is This Drag Coffee House. And so, when I was planning this, I was trying to figure out what can I do to make my final walk special. Mm-hmm. I had an idea months ago. I was like, oh, I, each song that I pick should represent the, like, it should, they should all, I should have a selection of songs and each one represents the elements. Because um, in some witchery things, can you stop doing that with your mouth? It's <laughs> 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 better. It just looks like so weird. Um, in some witchery thing that I read, um, some say like the pentagram or the pentacle. Yes. Uh, each point of the star represents an element. So like fire, water, earth, air, and spirit. Heart. Hmm? Heart. Heart. Head, heart, horse. Try that. So I, the first song that I did, I found, it was called Flames. Ooh. It was by Sia and David Guetta, I believe. So I, I've, I listened to that and I was like, oh, this would be a great start to my final walk. And then in the end, the song's kind of about like perseverance. So I was like, that's perfect for a final walk. Um, and you I, look like a gorgeous, like, ball, not ball gown necessarily, but it's like massive tool, beautiful bell sleeves, lace, like dark blues and blacks and purples. You look like a chandelier. Yeah. Well, I, and I came up wearing my, like, my black cloak. Because mm, I yes. was like, we have to start this in the black cloak. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long for a long time, I couldn't decide how what I was going to transition transition into next. I think I, I was I did have some Marina and the Diamond songs lined up. I think I was going to pick um, Soft. It's called what is it called? It's not important. It's off of her new album. Mm. Um, soft to be strong. I think is what it was. Oh, called. okay, yeah. Um, and I was like, cause that song kind of encompasses my approach to a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. but I, th- I threw it out the door cause I was like, it's just, there's just too much. I don't want too much like sadness. I don't mm-hmm. want too much somber. Um, but I knew I, then I, I was going to, I knew I was going to end with Lizzo mm-hmm. and that was to sort of. The, my, my rationale behind that was like, so basically first song was like, you know, persevering and overcoming challenges. Um, second song ended up kind of being like a fight me ho, I'm a bad bitch kind of <laughs> anthem. What that, was it? Um, it was Diamond Hard. It was a mm. remix by Curly. Um, uh, then it was going to go into Lizzo, which was kind of like, because um, I wanted to, and I chose Good As Hell specifically because when Lizzo does a lot of her talks about like body positivity and loving herself, oftentimes she will lead into Good As Hell. Good As Hell, yeah. And she has a really like, iconic speech that she did in Scotland, in Glasgow, that, and then it goes into Good As Hell, and I was just like, that's something that I care about. But you also did the BET clip. Do you want some cake? Yeah. Um, I'm, so the, I'm just telling you what was like the, the, a lot of the thought. I'm going to break mm-hmm. it down a little further. Yeah. Um, so then I was like, because like the whole body positivity was something that I, like, I do care about. And it's something that kind of represents what I'm going to explore more of in the future. Mm-hmm. And also like, just, that's just like, that is the, that is how I wanted to end it. And that's what I wanted my year to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then I obviously had to end it with juice because that's one of my staple numbers. And I had the idea to do the Kool Aid bodysuit for was, a while. Oh, absolute best. Did, so, like, did you buy that fabric in that print, or did you sequin it, or like, what happened? Like, with how that? did that? So. <laughs> Because uh, you were wearing a red Kool-Aid man bodysuit. Yes, I was. Kool-Aid was woman. Incredible. Um, so I, the red sequin fabric and the black sequin fabric are basically the same fabric, just one's red, one's black. Mm-hmm. The red is left over from my rabbit hole dress, and the black was left over from my neon dress. Nice. So you sewed that face onto the red fabric? Yeah. It's oh. so cool. Because I totally it's can't tell. It's just applique. It's just applique. I like because I thought it was just. I thought you bought a Kool Aid Man bodysuit. That and that's what's so funny is that people were coming up to me like, "Where did you get this?" I was like, "Girl, I made this. I make all my things. <laughs> like most of it. Like yeah. that's why I was so surprised that so many people were asking me where did it. I feel like that's a huge compliment. Like where, yeah. where did you get this? I was like, I made yeah. this. It looks like a machine made it. Yeah. Um, it looks like a poor orphan child made it. <laughs> and they did. <laughs> Parents, both biological and drag. You have Jamie. Um, so first song I did, I I stayed with flames. I did that, and that was like you know my tip, my picking the cabbage song. Um, now when I was deciding my second song, I le- I was like, what do I do? What do I do? So then I had that song for a long time, and I was saving it because I was actually going to do a diamond cosplay, and you do that song. Mm. Um. I mean, I couldn't figure out which diamond I was going to do it for, mm-hmm. but um, what ended up happening is I was like, I was thinking like, oh, okay, well, my theme is the crystal ball. And I'm just like, I was like, I have that song. So I worked that in. And the reason I wanted to do that song as a diamond, because I find a lot of the synth in that song reminds me a lot of the diamond tones that you hear in Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's actually what I used to transition from Flames into that song. Oh. And I even threw in... Um, because I have it on my phone if you want to hear. Yeah, I do actually. Um, if we have the time. Where? There it is. Yeah, like I was. So I like couldn't hear all of those like little intricacies. That's so good. Well, what's up? Like that's such a good transition. Normal transition. You know the thing is like I thought. Cakes transitions. Ooh, this should be hitting different. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, when I did that, and I was like, I I, when I thought of to do that, and I put it into the mix, and I listened to it, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, like, this is this is my favorite part of the whole thing. Doesn't matter what I do after this. Um, so then I went into that, and so I find a lot of the synth reminds me of that, and I even throw a little, a little nod to White Diamond to really, like, speak to the people in the room that know that I'm a Steven Universe fan. Mm-hmm. Fanatic. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> and so then I did that. Now, if you're keeping track to my original theme, so far we've done Fire, and technically we've done Earth. Because diamonds are Earth. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, juice could have been water. Yeah. Liquid. But, 
but uh, but I couldn't think of anything to be air because like good as hell was gonna be spirit, but I couldn't yeah. think of anything to be air to fit my elements theme. Mm-hmm. There is this um, there is this line in Good as Hell where she says, "Take a deep breath," and I was like, if I wanted to, I could really just hitch to that, <laughs> <laughs> and that could just be air, and I could just do the main four anyway. Do that, and then I do the fake out of. Greatest Showman. That was so funny. Oh my god. I fucking lost my We all lost our goddamn mind. mind. Thank god that Frozen 2 exists now, so we'll have that instead. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking like... Brothers okay, and others, please. I gotta, I was like, I've gotta do this, like, uh, fake out, which... not the smoothest transition. It doesn't matter. But it's, it's hilarious. the best transition. And the thing is, everyone was screaming so loud that even if it had been smooth, we wouldn't have heard it. Yeah, I know. That's what I, that's what I was telling myself when I was like, oh, it's not perfect. I'm like, they won't hear it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I did that fake out just because like of all the people that have done Greatest Showman in their final mark. Yeah. And uh, Both our and emperors the, and the, at coronation. And the laugh that I used was from Spice Girls. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that is the most iconic laugh. It truly is. Um, and then I stumbled upon that Do You Want Some Cake? Well, that's from Lizzo's BET, BET performance of Truth Hurts, which is iconic. Yeah. I stumbled upon that while... It was the last video I watched, and I was I was like... I, I was trying to look for Lizzo dialogue. Like, I mm-hmm. wanted to use her speech, but then I was just like, A, those aren't my words, but B, that's also a lot to edit, and I want to get this done. Mm-hmm. So I thought maybe if she did something there, but then all of a sudden her opening words were like, do you want some cake? I was like, oh. and the crowd goes wild. Um, I should edit in that audio from Monster Factory where they say ground dirt. No, ground dirt is nothing. <laughs> I love that. Nobody um, knows what it's like to be yeah. ground dirt. <laughs> um... So then, yeah, went into good as hell, and that's when the big tool skirt came off, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I actually wore for my empress step. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, I was ready for someone to clock me and be like, "Oh my god, way to copy Star David!" And I'm like, my, "That skirt is older than Star, Star David's drag career." <laughs> I, I found the amazing things, Same. and it's like a fucking gorgeous skirt that I got to pick up all of and put in the drag room. <laughs> Well, I was just like, well, I'm never, like, when do I ever get to use this? And plus, it happened to match the the satin dress that I had just made. It looked gorgeous. Oh, yeah. And the way I constructed it is, like, it's light purple tulle, dark purple tulle, blue tulle, then this, like, smoky gray tulle. And I was just like, I wanted an ombre. An An ombre. Um, And so, oh, okay, so performance style first. uh, Here's the thing. My performance, I'm going to say, was not great. I thought it was lovely. Uh, but I'm also willing to give myself the break here and be like, I had just experienced a lot of emotions and I just need it to... Was, it's a big night. No one expects you to pull out, like, Satina had a whole choreographed thing. That's Satina. No one's expecting yeah, you to pull like out, that. like, a fancy dance number and, like... And you still wore a bodysuit, which I feel like I have not seen you do in my entire time. You haven't done you. it in a while. I, f- I feel like I've seen you... 
I've only, uh, so I've only ever done a bodysuit one other time, and then I also wore a coat with it, and I was at a subwoofer event years ago when I was at Oh, Bruce. okay, never mind. Um, so what I did was, uh, so, like, Flames, I was sort of coming out as cake, and since Diamond Heart was, like, my nod to Steven Universe, I wanted the mono, I kind of wanted the monochromatic look mm-hmm. in the end, because, and I was, and I was doing these twirls and synchronized movements to sort of, like, mimic the ball scene from, like, the, the, the Era 3 mm-hmm. ball. Yeah. So that's why I was doing, like, those big, like, f- like big, like, weird clockworky t- spins. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not just a bad dancer. I was using that to my advantage. It, I don't know. I remember it looking and I even did got like, some very good photos from and it. And I even yeah. did the diamond symbol. So that was supposed to be, like, a nod to a gemsona, it could have been. Ah. Um, and since I'm wearing that, I was wearing that hair, I would be a, um, an OG rainbow quartz. <laughs> <laughs> it's canon. Um, so then, then the skirt came off and then that's when you guys got to see the satin dress. Yeah. Which I worked so hard to put all those ruffles onto. Oh my God. <laughs> and those bell sleeves, which I was, I was hating my whole dress and the whole idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this looks stupid. This is so out of character for me. This is, this is dumb. And then I put it on and I saw the sleeves and I was like, oh. <laughs> Those made mirror. some good photos. Graham has some good photos of you. Oh yeah, casting spells. My yes. favorite one is was when I'm like this. That one is so good. <laughs> Telling the haters no with that like, photo. We'll just we'll tweet all these photos. That was that was casting we spells. Won't. I'll, we I will. Won't. He's editing this tomorrow. Oh, are you? Yeah, because I have to put it out. All right. Um, because we're behind on that content. Content! Uh, and so then, yeah, moved into Lizzo. That was, so I wore my fun dress. But then, yeah, the, the gag was the Kool-Aid onesie. Yeah. And I don't ever do want body suits. So I was like, all right, y'all want something? The, the, the sh- thing that I'm the most, like, uh, about is the, the was the wardrobe malfunction where they couldn't get the dress off of me. Because I planned that. Another, here's an, another one of Cake's transitions. Oh, honestly, I feel like the wardrobe malfunction was like fine. Like, I honestly remember so little of that. I remember so all I remember is the beautiful Kool Aid Man, yeah, bodysuit. So from your perspective, like, because I only have my perspective, how was it for you? (laughs) Really good. It was really good. Like, Um, you looked gorgeous. All the outfit reveals were great. Though the one got stuck, but like, who gives a shit? The Kool-Aid Man bodysuit was everything. All of the transitions that I heard were, like, fantastic. Yeah, my problem was that I was having trouble hearing a lot of the, like, smaller parts and the little details in people's numbers. And also, I was on that sauce. And also, Alan kept trying to talk to me during other people's numbers. I don't think he was trying to talk to me during yours, but he was definitely trying to talk to me during other people's numbers. Yeah, I was was not on any substances at that point, so I was doing great. And I thought it was really fun and fresh fresh and frisky. Mm -hmm. What did you think of our numbers? Okay, so going through going through the numbers, because I, I want to say this on public record, that um, yeah, everybody did their fucking homework, except for, and let's bleep their name, because this is T, who, except for one person. One song I hate fucking hearing in the gay bar. Well, I was considering, I was considering <laughs> I thought that was that. a joke. I so, so she I decided was, to do that at 8.30 at night. So I was considering that was on my short list of numbers I could do for you, and I will reveal the short list of numbers because it has some gems. Um, Pun but, intended? 
Um, but it um, that was on my short list for you only because we bonded over it needing to die in a tire fire. <laughs> you said that on an Instagram live that I was doing with someone else, and it was the funniest thing. And I was like, oh, Cake's a comedian. Ooh. My backup number was the joke that I told you where it was going to be um, the beginning of Is This Love from uh, Steven Universe, but instead instead of being Is This, Isn't It Love, being Isn't It Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) and then going into I was so surprised no one used the the wet and wild. Well, I gave it. I realized I accidentally sent it to, to Serenity instead of Kitty. I feel like Kitty would have used it. Kitty had a hard time coming up with numbers, but okay. So going through the numbers, everyone did their homework. Everybody obviously, some people obviously like really went to Kitty for help, um, <laughs> which is like great because I mean there is no better source. Oh yeah, like um, Kitty knows you so well. Uh, that was the number. That was the direct line to Cake. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Number uh, this number was was very sweet, and that's actually like the first Marina and the Diamond song that I ever listened to. And I was like, I gotta find more about this bitch. Then I discovered Electra Heart, and it was game over. The problem is that it's a TikTok song, so that's all I could think about the whole time. Oh really? Yeah, people will do be like, uh, was like, what do you want for uh for your clothes going back to school? Just pick whatever you want. And then it'll just be like, like go like, ooh, and then like the clothes that everyone wore in like 2000, you're like, I know exactly what I want and who I want to be. <laughs> or like, it'll be like me in 2006 going to the mall with my friends. Hmm, what store should we go to? And then it's a Claire's and it's like, I know exactly <laughs> what I want. And it's so funny. That is good. Um, I almost did the oh no parts of that song as the Kool-Aid transition. Oh. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> was so sweet Who's, and Anita's she did do? true colors and I love oh, that, that was beautiful that, that was gorgeous song. and it was so, so beautiful gorgeous. she and I had this amazing moment in the in the drag room while she was getting ready and we like we cried and she's like I love you so much and uh, she helped pin my crown and it felt very much like a mother daughter moment and I was Aww. like that's really sweet she, yeah she helped fluff my hair and everything get me all zhuzhed um, Tyra's number I could not stop smiling the whole time because I Thought it was. I don't know. I didn't. I don't know what that song was from. The where it came one from. The second one. Both of them. I don't oh, remember. None the of them had. Was hold on by Alabama Shakes. Oh. Which is an amazing song. Yeah. I had. Um. They had no significance to me, but that number was amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad she did it. She did so good. I loved her protocol. It's yeah. Like, Cake. I love you, but we're not friends. So <laughs> 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 she keeps. She said to me that at coronation, and it stuck. Um. I was, honestly, I have to, like, as much as I love to poop on Graham, <laughs> their number, Contessa's number at that. Contessa's number With was the hilarious. fighting stance at the beginning, I was <laughs> Yeah, I was like, sense. oh my god. So, for context, Contessa. She did that in the If, we, if I don't include the Sindel rant, <laughs> that might be going into bonus content. Um, Contessa did a number as Sindel from Mortal Kombat, and then, like, started with the Mortal Kombat opening music, and then, like, the, like idle animation pose before the fight starts and then did emotions by, Mar- by Mariah Carey but replaced all of the high notes with screams because and... because this is something I didn't know Sindel's power is that she like screams real loud yeah it's part of her thing she yeah. blows people apart with like screaming loud she's like a banshee yeah um, well what I told Moxie was she has a deadly scream <laughs> <laughs> but that was very funny um yeah I, I was like holy smokes um 
What did Hellacious do? <laughs> Who knows? She didn't have time to do prepare the ideas that she wanted to do. So instead she just bought my love, which is yeah, valid. Valid. Um, she looked gorgeous. Okay. Now here's where I'm going to get shitty because I, I was remembering your, your numbers just a minute ago. But I'm going to need you to, re, to re-jog my memory. Cause so, I know um, what you did because you yes. did... You did uh, uh, it was all Steven Universe, and it was it's over, isn't it? And then it went into um, uh, Love Like You, yeah. and Love Like You, I was just like, <laughs> and I, I literally, forgot how gorgeous that rose dress was. I literally have been planning that number for a month and a half. Like there was originally going to be a different reveal. There was going to be a different reveal, but I'm dumb and bought pants that were too small. Because <laughs> I was, I wanted what I wanted to do was transition from a suit into the dress because that's what Pearl's wearing when she sings that song but I just like left it too late bought pants that were too small because they weren't sized properly at Value Village I mean I got the snaps the snaps weren't the only they weren't the most pressing problem in this equation but I mean I wore a cute black dress and you do a lot of reveals and I was like reveals and then I performed very emotionally yes you did and then you wouldn't stop staring at me (laughs) and then I was like Yeah, it was a build-up, and then, yeah. okay, okay, start me off dirt, I'm sorry. Florence. Florence? Yes, because you did your Bushwick number. I did Cosmic Love, yeah. Well, so I had originally been planning to reuse that at the pageant, because I wasn't sure if I was going to win you a Y or not, and then I thought about it, and I was like, well, should I do this number again? And then I kind of thought, I was like, it's the crystal ball, it's Florence, it's co- a really floaty, beautiful look and number, it's like very emotional. I It'll, actually really love Cosmic Love, that's one of my favorite It's a gorgeous song. Yeah. That's what that's what it's called, right? It's cosmic love, yeah. Okay, good, yeah. Um, yeah, that is one of my favorite songs. So I was kind of like, good choice, because I liked it when I saw your Bushwick videos too. And then you also told me I look like a French cloud, and I was like, oh. Yeah, because I, I, you're still drawn on my whiteboard. Because I don't erase that thing ever. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's how we know Brianna owed you in the past fifty dollars. Yes, um, and then it did did it it didn't transition into anything, did it? No, nope, it was just it was just straight up and down cosmic love, no edits. Right. I'm a simple bitch. I did have... <laughs> there was the moment where Satina didn't know there was a dip in the song. And she was like, ladies and gentlemen, oh, the song's still going. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and I had a bit of a light malfunction because the lights that I used at Bushwig, I couldn't find them. So I was using lights that I borrowed from Stara and Rose, and they had two different battery packs, and I had to be like... Mm. Trying to turn off both battery packs. Um... But I, I just wanted I just really wanted to do that number again in a place where the where the, the rhinestones would really shine. Yeah. Because I rhinestone the fuck oh, out of that hair and, piece. Um, and I wrote everybody and I tipped everybody with with a, a te- like their tip was attached to a card. Yeah. And which that was I, very cute. It was very. Cute. I liked doing that. Um, I some of them had special inside jokes in them. Um, if we like if I've shared an inside joke with you and it was relevant at the time, I did it because I wrote. I wrote theme in Tyra's card because it's from a, a meme that we like. Um, and then I think I, in Hellacious as I wrote, uh, Dear Hellacious, fuck you, you pig. Love always cake. <laughs> so XO Gossip Girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, what? I, I think I wrote, uh, it's sad that Kitty lost hers because I think I wrote actually a, a cute little oh. a little thing inside. Someone was saying, like, it sucks, Kitty, but that was your fault for putting your tips and leaving them, and Satina accidentally put them direct, put her tips directly on top of Kitty's. Yeah. Um, Don't leave your tips on the stage. Kitty's number, she did, so she did um, My Moon, My Man by Feist, because Feist is like, I've loved her since I was 16. 
kind of fell off the bandwagon, but um, Let It Die was the album of 07 for me, and Reminder was also a good follow-up. Mm. Uh, Open Sessions also was a good listen. Uh, then she went into Fascination by LaRue, which I was like, oh my god, LaRue! <laughs> oh, and then she did all of those transitions from Bridesmaids. And then it went into um, Fergalicious, because if you look up a, a YouTuber named Joseph Birdsong, um, he puts into... Uh, oh, she have done Spooky Ho. Make that ass shake like that ass is scared of me. <laughs> um, is, is poetry. Uh, but she did... Uh, uh, Fergalicious. So Joseph Birdsong did this whole song where he basically took the song Fergalicious, took its time, and turned it, converted it into a measurement of time, and did this whole rant video. Oh it's God. very entertaining. It's very funny, very silly. Um, so that was a, a nod to that because New Queen Bee that he did in that mix that you guys did. Oh, that's that Joseph Birdsong. Okay. Uh, we used to we always used to watch him. Serenity did the song that I did at her step down, mm-hmm. and we have this inside joke where, like, I went to go, when she tipped me, I bowed, but she went to kiss me, so she ended up kissing my forehead. So I thought we were going to do that, and I would kiss her forehead, but then she goes to, like, then she, ba- like, I don't know, I bow, she bows, it's weird, and it doesn't work again, and I'm like, we're always fucking this up. <laughs> so it was actually very poetic that we still <laughs> managed to fuck up a very awesome. intended tipping. <laughs> Sylve's number. Did you? I, I think I walked away from that being like, Sylve. I didn't my fully enti- get to watch Sylve's number because I needed an emotional. So break. here's the thing: Sylve helped us pick up fabrics today, and it was the best because she's the best. And then um, I love her so much. <laughs> she's worked great, and she also drew me. She drew me. She drew you. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, her number, like I was, I was like, I, I was like. I've never felt more exposed. I all I remember <laughs> is that she used a lot of clips from your Dragon the Peg interview, and then she finished it with Kitty and started doing Bang Bang. Yeah, and it was like your guys' choreography. Yeah, a little bit. Yep, and I'm just like, I was like, <laughs> like, are you? It was, it was bordering are on you like coming for me. It was bord. It was love bordering on. Are you coming for me? <laughs> but she did that for um, Peppermint and Ruby yeah, too. Yeah, so yeah. like, obviously, it's done with. Like, okay, here's the thing. Sylve, amazing drag performer. Also, probably, like, a super genius. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Her brain is incredibly her, powerful. She yes, has, she has. She's an, she's a, she makes, like, almost all her outfits. So she's a great seamstress, fantastic visual artist with, like, the drawing and the amazing thing. Great makeup artist, prosthetics, uh, and also just makes really smart, funny mixes and is really good at wig reveals. Yeah, and is only, like, what, 12 years old. And so yeah, it's like, literally. we are all literally going to die and she is going to kill all of us. Yep. and uh, Yeah. Uh, yeah, that number was next level. Um, who else? Who else did I have? Brianna performed uh, Satina did uh, Into the Unknown for Frozen 2. She did. Um, she, uh, this first song was dedicated to me, apparently. Okay. I, when, she, when it was like the first song I like looked over at someone and I said the first song <laughs> <laughs> listen she didn't take as long as some people did last year Sandy Bay. well anniversary like anniversary numbers it would be pretty typical to do like a a, a two song a slow to fast kind of thing or mm-hmm. slow to fun or yeah um, but yeah she's just like well cause she didn't cause she wouldn't I wouldn't have been able to give her a command because she's the anniversary Mr. Club she's like emeritus yeah, so like she would have had her own number regardless. Right. 
but she was just like, well, I, she still wanted to do something for me. So then mm-hmm. that was the song. So the first song was to, was her message to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, Buffy's number was, um, she shaved her mustache. I couldn't. I didn't know who I she was. I literally went up to her and I was like, this is giving me dysphoria. And she was like, me too. <laughs> Uh, what, like, what song did she do? I can't remember her number. She did Fruit, which is one of the Oh, that's some yes. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, then it went into, like, um, it made this, like, joke. It's like, uh, you know you're a bottom of this song. No, you're a bottom if you listen to this song. And then it was Hillside Boys by Kim Petras. Ah, uh, yes. So it was very, like... <laughs> bottom this, bottom that. Um, oh, I remember that. That was so fucking funny. Yeah, that was very... Um, Dustin's clown makeup <laughs> yeah. was Hilarious. great. I was like... Dustin looked great. I was he so looked proud. better than the Joker. <laughs> I was so proud of him. I was like, and he did Bright Side, right? Yeah, Mr. Bright Side. Oh yeah. Did Purple or Soleil perform? Mm-mm. No. No Purple performed. Rose like did um, Lana Del Rey and oh, right. Orange and Orange Trees. Yes. I oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I completely missed her number because I'm a bad person. I, I was doing something be. else. I don't remember what it was. I think we covered like all of the. Hurry. I know. How that, could I, I literally was texting me like, "What the fuck do I do?" And I was like, "He <laughs> likes funny things." Do I something love funny. the sign he's holding up saying, "I know that pie is not the same as cake, but." <laughs> and then what did the second one say? I uh, can't this remember. This is the best I could do, or something. Yeah, like that. And, I was just and he like, did. He, she's my cherry pie. It's just called cherry pie. Shut I, the honestly, fuck up. And, and had his patent, his now patented douchebag mustache. And honestly, um, I read a horoscope earlier, earlier that week that was basically telling me, hey, don't sweat the small stuff. You're only going to be able to do what you can do, which I was just like, okay, I'm not going to be able to do everything on my to-do list for my step down. But then it also ended, also, romance is in your future. And I feel like it was talking about that number. <laughs> I, I want to make a proposal to Hari JJ that our drag personas date. And all, of, and all that it would require... Well, isn't he is, doing Santa again at yeah, Drag Brunch? All, ah! all it would require is... Maybe duets, but lots of friendship. <laughs> lots of friendship. Also, I do Santa Baby at Drag Brunch. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or Santa's Baby. Or Santa Buddy. Which by, by Michael Bivay. No, Santa's Baby by, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, oh, God, she's from New York. She's one of those old school queens. Oh, she sings. Fuck. Peppermint. No, like, I'm gonna say, like, Cherry Vine or something. Oh, Cherry, Cherry Vine. Vine. Cherry Vine or one of, like... Or, like, Peaches. I always think of Peaches, Peaches Christ when I think of Cherry might Vine. Or be Heclina. Pe- it might be Peaches Christ. Yeah. But she has, like, a cover of Santa's Baby, and basically it's about being knocked up with Santa's Baby. <laughs> so, there's an album that I always forget about that I look up every year, because every year I look up horny Christmas songs. And every year it comes up with this, which is, um, Rated Xmas. Are you ready to jingle your bells? He's a homo of faggots and girls don't affect him. Loves to stuff gerbils and fists up his rectum. Surely you recall the most limp-wristed reindeer of all. Rudolph the deep-throat reindeer wore a skirt and pantyhose. And if you ever saw him I'm gonna force Prairie to let me perform at the Tots Tummies and Toys wrap up. 
<laughs> well, I just want to look at like the track listing for this album, and it won't let me. But um, let me just try and find it, and I'll I'll update you later. Um. Yeah. Any more? Do we have any more numbers that we missed? Um, Prairie did a number that I don't remember. She oh, did. Yes, um, she did, did uh, "Heavy Cross" by uh, Gossip because that was I requested her to do that. Here I can get I can get the list of people. Oh, oh, Hari before his number though he was like agonizing over what to pick and was like messaging me and I was like, "Cake likes funny." Uh, yeah, I do. And the, the, he was also messaging me, being like, what are your top favorite artists? Like, and I was, I, and like, you were he's, like, he's fuck like, Cherry. Well, he was like, it was like female, ma- any gender, and I messaged uh, uh, like six of them, and they were like, uh, okay, I lied. What are your favorite male singers? <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. Um, and I said, I was like, just do whatever you want. Like, I just want to see what you do. And, um, okay, people we forgot to mention, Elegante. Oh my god. Who popped, oh! who popped that puss. With the headpiece. She threw the... her corset at me. Um, feather with the cakes machine and, <laughs> and uh, fucking live singing, apparently. Well, it wasn't live. It was live. I live in quotes. Like a diamond. Yeah. Shine like a diamond. And also, how could we possibly forget, because this is probably one of the best numbers of the night. Lita Tequila's Kylie Minogue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she looked so cool. And like, she, and she popped out and it was doing the choreography. Yeah. And she was having such a bad day about that costume. Aww. And she, and I was like, ah, ah, ah. it was wild, bitch. Do yeah. you want to hear the rest of the numbers off of this album? Yes. Drunken Santa's coming to town. I saw mommy fucking Santa Claus. Suck on my cock parody of Jingle Bell Rock, so that's where that is from. Um, Frosty the pervert. <laughs> oh my god! I love to choke my chicken with my hand, which is a parody of Walking in a Winter Wonderland. Have yourself a one nine hundred Christmas, and have a pornographic Christmas, which is Holly Jolly Christmas. Oh okay. The one before that was Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Yeah. It's a uh, it's Jackie Beat who did Santa's oh, yeah. baby. We stand. Um, uh, the lyrics to said song. Uh, Santa's baby is growing here inside of me now. Like wow, I'm gonna be a mother of Santa's baby. He put it, he put it in me Christmas Eve night. Santa's baby is growing inside of my gut. <laughs> this shit got drunk and oh, this slut got pregnant. Now she's pregnant with Santa's baby, a bastard child. But at least it's white. <laughs> oh. Yeah, by the way, Jackie beat uh, uh, controversial humor. Yeah, <laughs> you could say that. So, okay, I think I've... Oh, okay, one last thing I want to talk about when I sat down, which was the um, the surprise. Um, when Kitty and Serenity came out and they're like, I bet you're surprised to have, see us on the microphone again. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then they read messages from my family. Oh, yeah. And I fully broke down. Aww. Aww. It was... It was amazing. It was probably the nicest thing anyone's ever done. And the thing is, like, it was Serenity's idea. Jeremy reached out to my brother. My brother went and did the runaround. And then, like, I got my, my, dad, my, my dad and my stepmom, my mom... My aunt, who I basically came out to first, and mm-hmm. her daughter, who's like a sister to me, 
And so, like, the thing is, like, I was like, oh, my God, did they get a message from my mom? And then it turned out to be, like, fucking four messages. <laughs> I was, like, sobbing tears of, like, absolute joy. And, like, it was like someone had grabbed my heart, <laughs> taken it out of my chest, given it the gentlest of kisses, and then was, like, and took away all my depression Aww. for that moment. Yeah. It was, um, it was pretty amazing. Stunning. <laughs> And I cried a lot. That was the full on ugly cry. <laughs> Tears running down my face. I was like, someone get me a napkin. <laughs> I was like clutching hellacious and dust hands. <laughs> and it was like, it was something I knew that I wanted, but I didn't realize it was something, I didn't realize how much I actually like, did, like needed that. Yeah. Which is so special. And yeah. And then they gave me this little, and then they said, they were like, oh, as the people who started drag with you. And they like thanked me for like, that, like, we wouldn't be here without you. And I'm just like, oh my god. And then they gave me this little, like, engraved award thing. Aw. That's yeah. horrible. That was a true story. I could not look at that paper with all the messages or even talk about it for mm-hmm. a solid two to three days. Because mm. it still made me emotional. And I was even tearing up when I was thanking my brother and everybody for their messages on Monday night. <laughs> yeah. That's really sweet. I don't want a title. I just want to step down. <laughs> And you'll get one. So stepping down from titles, anything we want to discuss? Because <laughs> this has all just been the cake recap. Yeah. Hour. Well, Moxie, you're planning your the well, you're not planning, but you have a date set for the mixed queer pageant, yes. which you're not giving out yet. No, because obviously that would be stupid. Because that's not illegal. Curvy. I also have my theme picked. Thought um, about the mixed queer pageant poster. Yeah. And I thought, oh, wouldn't it have been great if what we did is like had a continuity where the poster from the previous year is like is a part of the artwork of the poster that year and like and then <laughs> that like, sounds so amazing but so difficult to comprehend how well i mean i'd have to try and put to, put them together so i mean like we could take the original poster from when it was mr and miss gay yeah. and i could put that as a posted onto the romy and michelle poster oh yeah and then we could somehow take that and fit that like onto the goth prom one yeah. and then goth prom could be on this next one. Oh my god! And then so I was like, we could we could figure it out, but it would also I it's feel like so it would be more effective in a um in a in a video where yeah. it's, it's all zooming out. Yeah, <laughs> we could make a visual trailer for the Miss Queer pageant where it does that. I would love to do that, but we could save it for an idea that I have, mm-hmm. which is um, Mixed Queer All Stars. <laughs> Absolutely, I am. So down for this. So like, I will what? fight Prairie Sky. So we like when we collect enough winners that are you know still dark and present, um, we so uh, we do we do like an all stars pageant. That would be so just for fun. fun. Oh yeah, no, just to like just to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And for me to crush Prairie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I could never. But I was like, we, I was like, we need four. And what I want is, like, there would have to be a mandatory group number of Kitty Girl, and Prairie would have to be BB's part. <laughs> no, yeah. No, the All-Stars... OG's back for another crap. All-Stars 9 will have come out by then. Something funnier will, and more relevant will have come out. But it's just That's that, true. The, the line. Just like, the OG's no, back No, it'll for have to be Reju wrote you, and she'll have to do um, Roxy's verse. I'm Roxy Edges and I'm here to make it clear. I know you love me, baby. That's why you brought me hard. It was a bitch on season five, but now I'll make it right. Give me a sewing challenge and I'll give you what you like. <laughs> full of tricks, baby. Just like on Halloween, a room full of monsters. I can't 
you can start it so I don't have to confess. So I don't waste your time. Not like my comedy. I'm killing on this rhyme. I'm gonna show. Please don't set us on fire. I think we've talked about this on the pod, but the producers of that fucking challenge really did her dirty on that. Oh my god, it was so funny. Well, because because like they could have cut out those breaths to make it a smooth line, but they didn't. (laughs) It's so funny. Um, Yeah, because they didn't have the fucking four previous episodes to make a solid case that she wasn't going on to the top three. (laughs) They had to do her that way, you know. Um, Yeah, I'm planning. I'm sort of. I'm co-planning a step down because I'm planning it in conjunction with you because you're. Yeah, like. You're the creative director, discoverer, architect Founder. of the like, queer pageant. Here's the thing: like, is like Sorry. you, you can have like I feel like comfortable. Like I know you respect the pageant, so I feel like pretty much comfortable in giving you a lot of free reign. Yeah. I just need to be in the loop so that when I do insert myself into the parts that I'm responsible for, mm-hmm. that they jive. Yeah. Does that make I sense? Think- yeah, I picked a date with Alan, which I meant to tell you about 500 years ago when I did it, but it's in May. Nice. Because that's when it was last year. Uh, yeah. It's May 15th. Mm-hmm. I don't get a step down, it's EOY. Unless, well, if there's a pageant, I get a final number at the pageant, but I get a final walk at coordination. Here's what you could do. Find out who's campaigning and ask them if they plan on having a pageant. Yeah. Which, oh my god, I think this is like the one year that I don't think I'm going to know who's running. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard yet. I don't know when we knew that Foxy was running for sure. Get it when I get when I finally win Mister Club Two Hundred, then I'll get a step down. Excuse me, you will be Miss Club Two Hundred. <laughs> Not if I have anything to say about it, which I will. I will show up to the pageant, and my first look for my walk around will be a giant like sandwich board that says Mister Club Two Hundred on both <laughs> sides. As long as you bedazzle it. Yeah. As long as I'm gonna vegetate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen what I do with rhinestones. I eat them. I fa- no joke. So, I found a rhinestone in my mouth at the end of Bushwick, and I have no idea how it got there. I had a sequin stuck in my teeth. What? How does this happen? Like it was one of those little itty bitty ones, but it was like I thought it was like a popcorn kernel. Yes. Yeah. Like, when did I eat popcorn? And I pull it and I try to chew it, and I'm like, oh, what is that? Pull it out, and I'm like. I will, like, I'll wake up with, like, sequins pressed into my fat in various places. <laughs> or like, quarters. I'll wake up with popcorn I have like literally, uh, once a toonie fell off of my tit in the shower because it had been pressed into my fat where my bra is. And I was showering and then it just fell and I was like, yes. <laughs> I will wake up with, like, food in my body <laughs> pressed into my rolls. <laughs> It's like that episode of, uh, of Trixie and Katya when, like, Katya's like, have you ever fallen asleep with food in your mouth? <laughs> she's like, no, have you? I'm like, yeah. She's like, you, you just got tired? And... <laughs> oh, um, songs I was, or, like, number ideas I had for your step down that weren't Steven Universe, because I didn't know if I would be able to do Steven Universe, because fucking 7,000 people were like, I'm going to do Steven Universe. And I was like, but we actually bonded over Steven Universe. I was like, I had to weed whack a lot of that. I was like, make sure the babies know I only want one to two, three maximum Steven Universe numbers. (laughs) And you got two, so that's the perfect number. I was considering doing um, that video you showed us last time we recorded the podcast. My titties. 
titties. What? No, 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 no. The uh, the auditions, like the. I was like, honey, <laughs> you got a big storm coming. I was like, I could put that into a song. That would be hilarious. You could go to five or six stores, but or you could go to one, just one. The other one was oh. the um, Trisha Paytas cover of Shallow. From- <laughs> Because I w- and I was gonna be like, I'm finally completing every track on the Stars Born soundtrack, but it's the Trisha Paytas version. But I deliver it as if I'm doing the Lady Gaga version but and do nothing really differently. You really need to do the the quote about do I do I identify as trans? A hundred percent. Do I identify with my born gender? No, in the middle. In the middle, and then it's the. I'm off the team, where she's like off the backing track. But now that the Toad one has come out, where it's like Toad from Mario singing, I want to mash them together. I've, have you heard the video of Toad singing Chandelier? Yes. Have you heard the video? <laughs> <laughs> it's so... Have you heard the um, All I Want for Christmas is You cover? Because that one's good. No, I have not. It's very um. <laughs> Okay. Are we uh, done the pod? I think we're done the pod. Um... um I think you can donate. Oh, we is... forgot. We have to. We have to do a shout out for our second patron. Our oh, second yeah, patron right. is Misgender. Hi, Asuma. Hi, Asuma. Who does improv? She wanted to clear the record that she does not do improv. I'm. I'm gonna further this rumor. She will eventually clear the record whenever we release our second podcast. I. You know, just to make sure that like we still have active listeners, I feel like I should uh, ask them a question or say a remark to them and make sure that they respond and like. And not tell them, and the only way that they know to respond to it is if, is if they, they really listen, listen to, to the episode. So, like, the password is <laughs> <laughs> the password is thirty eight triple F. So, if you want to respond with that password, I guess we'll give you a shout out on the pod or something. If you do, I'll name an NPC after you. <laughs> but you can find us uh, at Is This Dragcast on Twitter, and also we are on Patreon. Uh, Is This Dragcast? You can donate to us for one dollar, and you get such things as bonus content and a shout out on the pod. And also, I'll name an NPC after you, but a more important NPC. Um, it has been lovely hanging out with you all in the kitchen tonight. Uh, my name is Dirt. I'm Moxie. And I'm Cake. As always, everyone else is wrong. in your mouth it'll travel up your nasal passages into your nose and burrow into your bloodstream and in your eyeballs it's like i don't think that's true